labelling the good things around Australia. Our experts analyse the weekend's major meetings. Get set on Radio Tab. Oh, it's a great program at Caulfield. For so many years, we were used to the 1,000 guineas being run the Wednesday before the the Caulfield guineas, but, of course, they made the decision to move it back a month, and here it is, the 18th of November, Caulfield, uh, the 1,000 guineas, and, of course, the Group 1, Rupert Clark. We heard from Peter Moody earlier with Chain of Lightning. Peter won this race with Moment of Change for Slade Bloodstock some years ago. Let's get David Gately's thoughts, Quadrella, and a couple of best bets. Good morning. Thanks, Dave. Yes, racing at Caulfield. A couple of group ones, of course, tail end of the, the carnival. The first leg of the quaddy is the 1,000 guineas, and I think it's a good little race this year. I think uh, Azuron is probably the value in the race. I thought she was terrific in the Tranquil Star. She covered a lot of ground. It was a fast-run race. She was still there swinging. And the Quinella, the beater, had much softer runs. And she draws awkwardly again. But um, they're getting to 1,600 or soon, and he just looks the overs. I think Skybird's a really exciting filly. Uh, outstanding win at the Valley. She was heavily backed. She was sharply to 1,600. And uh, ran some of the days. Best closing fractions doing it. Curve along two for two this prep. And got drawn for a good trail again. It's going to be hard to beat. Uh, Kamochi. It's been up a while, but it's still going really well. And uh, Vivier, perhaps next. Seven, three, two, one, eight. For our wide according. Rupert Clark, um, going for Magic Time, which is a real class mare. Another one who draws uh, a little awkwardly, but I, I loved her. Nivison uh, win, and she was wide, no cover. Pipped by Espiona. That girl's then right on the heels of the elite sprinters uh, in the champion sprinter, Flemington. A straight ace was very good in the Golden Eagle. Probably came wide, not the best part of the track. And being home, a horse called Ruthless Dame. That girl, of course... Across the line with magic time in that invitation. Chain of lightning gets to fourteen hundred. That might be the key. Might be the value. And I am me. Uh, it's going really well. Just have to run the fourteen hundred out, but um, should be okay. And cause for concern next. Eleven three ten two thirteen. The country cup's a good race. Hamisian ran over Red Sensation in the Kite Cup. He was only third up off a long break. I don't think much between them, but he's twice the price. Red Sensation with a three-kilo swing maps well. He's a danger. Banker's Choice, look, he's the class. It's never easy with 62, though. Braden Starr and Cezuro and Maktoub, they're all in. That wide accord, he's 13, 11, 1, 3, 4, and 5. Coming home, I think we only need the three runners here. Rose Courts uh, just came down the wrong side of the straight at Flemington. She chased she dances prior to that, has a weight swing. And I think back to 1,200 is the key. She dances, has this fabulous 1,200-meter record. She's won six of seven. In the miss, she was terrific in a group two. Queen of the ball won well, up the straight latest. And, of course, she beat Rose Court that day. So I think they're the main ones. Three, two, and one. Home for the quaddie. And best, we're coming up uh, reasonably early. Race four, number two, Saltaire, uh, who was excellent up the straight last time and Mini Valley run prior, some of the best sectionals of the day. Um, and I think it's her race. Race four, number two, South Hero, best at Caulfield. Value we've mentioned, race seven, number seven, Zorion. Best in Sydney, which is Newcastle. Race five, number 12, I'm in to win, who ran quick time winning uh, first, I think, can win again. So five by 12, uh, I'm in to win the best at Newcastle. Thanks, mate. 
Thanks, David. So Newcastle, race five, number 12, I'm in to win. His best bet there, race five, 12. His best bet at Caulfield uh, for the Group 1 race day is race four, number two. So race four, number two at Caulfield. Horse in question is Solterre, and the value is race seven, number seven, um, Zuma, or Zorion, I should say. Seven, seven is the value. His quadrilla numbers, first leg, he's come out with the seven to beat three, two, one, and eight. So seven, three, two, one, and eight in leg number one. In the second leg, it's number 11. Now, on top, magic time from three, and then 10, two, and 13. Two, 11. In fact, leg two, it's 11. Magic time. From 3, 10, 2, 13. Leg 3, it's number 13 on top from 11, 1, 3, 4 and 5. So 13, 11, 1, 3, 4 and 5. And in the last leg, it's 3, 2, 1 in the final event. Uh, Rose Quartz, She Dances and Queen of the Ball. So I'll just give those numbers again. So leg 1, 7, 3, 2, 1, 8. Leg 2, 11, 3, 10, 2, 13. In the third leg, 13, 11, 1, 3, 4, 5. And leg four, three, two, one. Best bet, race four, two. Value seven, seven. The best at Newcastle, race five, number 12. Michael Maxworthy is here with us. Uh, we heard you talk about some of the, the moves with Nicole for Sunshine Coast. And it is a really good meeting, Mike, as we start to really get close to the Magic Minions Carnival. Just great racing right through the summer now. Yes, uh, we had a sample last week, uh, didn't we, with the running of the Keith Noud. Extremists getting up to beat Sarastro, but this uh, really kicks it off, and it is a great meeting. And we started off with the Spruik horse. Uh, Barbie's on your team straight away. You've been no, talking about it. Well, look, it. you know what we see. I mean, I suppose six fifty trials. You know, you can take them with what you what you will. Um, margin time was there. Um, Sister Outback Barbie, smart, stable. They rate her highly. They said she's almost identical in looks mm. to Outback Barbie. But this was a Tony Sears. It was a terrific effort last start, the, yeah. the second favourite. What happened there? It got balked or well, interfered with there. I think it was. he was just new having his first mm. start. He trialled well. It was only over the 6.50 in, in Toowoomba. And he just seemed to lose the plot when he was restrained a little bit. He just appeared to drop yeah, the Cutting bit. edge we're talking about. Yeah. So something happened. Um, but once uh, Ryan Maloney was able to balance him up, he really worked to the line nicely at the end. And they put winkers on this time. So we sort of know what we're going to get from him. Barbie, it's all about reputation. Yes, she did look spectacular. In it's all that, about betting too, isn't it? You know, she'll either well, start at twenty or, or $2. I mean, Yeah, she's going to be odds on, yeah. whereas um, I think he's at around about $6. So... It's interesting, but it just kicks off a, a great day. It does. So are you with her or are you not with her? Well, I'm, no, I'm going to go with um, the Sears horse in Cutting, cutting yep. Edge. I just like the price. Mm. Uh, and we'll, we'll learn more about her, you know, mm. after this. Um, I, I think that R&T is a good price tomorrow in race six. He's returning from a spell. He won first up last time. And in this class six, he's well handicapped with a three-kilo claim from Malia Castle with the 57, and he's got the inside gate. Uh, I did see him in a jump out. He was in heat three last Wednesday week. Um, he bounced the gates uh, quickly. He led. Um, he beat the big goodbye. The big goodbye wasn't shaken up at all, nor was he. And he didn't have his blinkers on, his race day blinkers on. It stretched out beautifully. So I think at about the $9 each way, race six, number one, R&T. I think Freedom Rally, the favourite, I like him. He's on my team. But he's got an awkward gait. If something goes wrong, I think this will win R&T. 
Yeah, Freedom Rally, of course, pulled up with an issue after being well backed at its last start before going for a break. So that's 6-1 R&T. Then we're going to race seven, and Nicole is really keen on Cotty. I can see why. She's developing an excellent record uh, for Mark Curry. She's won her last two with plenty of authority, and uh, she did it against the pattern the other day. Uh, she showed to me that she's up to listed level, I think, in in Phillies and Mare's company. And I think she's purposely been held back a little bit. It's been a month between runs, so they, they can continue on during the carnival. So everything looks spot on for her. That's race seven, Sunny Coast number eight, Cotty. Can I get your thoughts on Nice Choice? I had John Simons on yesterday. Obviously, numerically, the form looks terrible, but this horse has been running in the A-grade races, uh, or really strong races. Loves this track, loves the mile last time at this track and trip. Won the Wing Skinny as you know, after a sequence of wins coming through the benchmark system. Mm. Uh, probably sits three fence here and be strong late, but are you coming up with something else here? Well, I'm, I'm going to go with Great House. Um, they've got to be careful with him up here. Of course, he's with Chris Waller's Gold Coast Stables because he's got such a high rating, almost 100 points. So they've got to be selective with him. And I'm pretty sure after his last start, which was second up, um, they found this race. And they know that he's better a mile plus. So they've obviously targeted this race with him and I can just see him getting back and getting to the crown of the track and finishing strongly the other fellow I heard your interview with John um, and there are some concerns in that they brought him home and then had to take him back down again bring him back not ideal he's had a bit of a checkered prep but his three runs in Sydney have been very good mm. What um, got me last start is he was with Legato, and I, oh, she's outstanding mare, um, Legato, and she beat him a home a length. They were together, and so she's run that faster sectional, but she's only beaten him a length in that sort of yeah. sprint home type of Well, four and a half lengths off, um, you know, this Japanese horse, Obamburamai, who arrived here as a group yeah. one place. On a track where the rails was on fire, too. Yes, and he, 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 he zoomed through the inside. So there was plenty of merit in it. He's just got to be on song, I think, mm. and not have taken any ill effects That's of that That's why it's important. Away. I think we well, listen to yourself and Bernie and see them in the yard. Tomorrow. Yeah, but I think Great House is safe top three in that race. And then in the last, Steve, I think Tiger Shark. I think Nat McCall's got a really nice filly here. Um, it's a really good race to finish with. Party for two was great last time, and she's won here. There is going to be speed, and she's got toe herself, Tiger Shark. But I think the thousand here, they can afford to just let her be, even three deep with a bit of cover. I love the fact that she had the trip away. She gave her a trial to Bow Desert, sunny coast of Bow Desert and back, a nice mm -hmm. day out, won it with authority, and I'm, I'm happy with the price at around about $6, so 10-6 Tiger Shark in the last. I reckon I'll take a dollar oh eight that you'll be back here at some stage uh, to follow oh. something in the future, Club Pine Rivers. Yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah, I know convinced. you are. It is quite I'll spectacular, isn't yeah. it? When you're walking, you just feel, you feel good, don't you? Yeah. Look, I love the open spaces yeah, here. It's terrific. Mm. Yeah, you could be anywhere. Look, thanks for your input this morning, Mike. Okay, thank you, Steve. Yeah, Michael Max with you there. I'll just go through that information for you. He likes R&T value selection, 6-1, Sunshine Coast, Cotty, race 7, number 8. And he mentioned the one in the last there, Tiger Shark, race 10, number 6, Nat McCall, Damien Thornton, drawn gate number 12. We're about to speak to Ray Hickson from uh, Racing New South Wales. It's Hunter Day. We've seen this race four times, this race. Valana won the first one, lost and running the second. Sweet deal two years ago. Last year, Savatiano, the Mayor, James McDonald and James Cummings. Ray Hickson, good morning to you, Ray. Hi, Steve. You had that backwards. Oh, did I? I did too. Valana <laughs> last year, lost and running, sweet deal, Savatiano. I did too. <laughs> that's, that's right. No, that's all right. <laughs> it's that's late right. in the morning, actually, forgive me. That's right. There's actually a half-sister uh, to Savatiano and Valana going around in the first race, Eferisto. Uh, From that Mayor, Red Cena. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's by Blue Point, this filly. So apparently it means thank you or something like that in Greek. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, we'll see how we, we'll see how we go. But yeah, a bit, it's yeah. a bit refreshing to get up to Newcastle for this meeting, I've got to say. Um, the carnival, you know, as good as it is, um, it's nice to get out of the city and go to Newcastle and Kembla to kind of wrap up the, the spring carnival. It is. Uh, yeah. I'm a bit torn in the big race because Far Too Easy is one of my faves and he is going to yeah. win a big race very, very soon. And um, I just love the horse. And, but Marzu's sort of got similar, sort of you look at his form and you compare it with Lost and Running, and very, very similar, same rating and everything going into the race. Yeah, look, they are a little similar. I, I guess the only difference between the two would be the fact that Lost and Running in, in that spring, every run was better than the previous run. And he came into it off a, a good second to Eduardo in the what was the classic legend that year. Um, Marzu's had this really frustrating preparation where nothing has gone right. Um, and, you know, look, if he brings his best form into the Hunter, well, then he's going to take some stopping. Um, we'll talk more about that tomorrow, but I'm going to tip Coal Crusher in that race uh, on top. I just know what I'm going to get from him. He's going to lead them and it'll take some running down. But... Uh, as far as some, some tips for tomorrow go, um, we'll, we'll sneak one in early here in race two, the midway, number two, toes on the nose. John Sargent trains. Nash Ruilla jumps on board. That's a, a nice little gear change, all due respect to Damien Lane, who rode him last time. But Damien had his work cut out from barrier 18 in the four pillars. He was no better than five and six wide the whole race. And to be beaten just over two lengths was an enormous performance. Um, you know, the fav- one of the, the other equal favourite resistible was in that race, beat Toes on the Nose home by a length, and, and she led resistible on the fence. Toes on the Nose went around the outside fence. Nash can find this horse into a, you know, a good spot there, about three pairs back. I reckon he'll be hard to hold out. I think it's his chance to, to win a race. So race two, number two, will be our first tip. Steve, and toes we'll on the Nose, 2-2. Two, two. Yep, we'll head down to the last two races. Uh, race nine, number 11, Tarvi Time. Chris Lee's, Dylan Gibbons combined. You can't imagine Chris Lee's not winning a race uh, on the hunt today. He'd certainly be, uh, be keen to do that. This horse had absolutely no luck at all first up in, the, in a benchmark 72 at the Kenzo. He started favourite. He was sped out the back early due to a bit of a squeeze from horses around him. And then Dylan really didn't get an opportunity to ride him out at all in the home straight. He was beaten two and a half lengths. Went to the line fairly well, hard held. He's... Um, Again, going to land, I think, about the midfield spot uh, in this race. and I think he's a horse that is certainly on the way up. You saw him at Eagle Farm back in March. He ran a close second behind Red Top in a 1,800-metre three-year-old race. Tapple Doodle Doo ran third in it, uh, and he had 59 kilos on that occasion. He gets into this race at 55 and a half, and I think he'll be very hard to beat. So race nine, number 11. Nine, 11? What's the one in the last? Much, much better, number one. Um, speaking to Sarah Ryan yesterday, she was so keen to run this horse in the Hunter, um, but just couldn't bring herself to do it from that outside barrier, knowing that he's going to have to work way over time to be ridden to his strengths. So he, she's taken the uh, slightly easier option of the benchmark 94 over the same course. He gets in well with 57.5 after the claim for Anna Roper, who rode him to victory at Ranwick uh, last start back on the 21st of October. He'll lead them. And he'll take a power of running down. He's absolutely flying this horse, this preparation. I know he's only won one to one race, but Sarah's got him racing really well. Um, and I think this is um, going to be a big opportunity for him. It'll be up to them to run him down. So race 10, number one. I'll chat to you in the morning. You will, Steve. Thanks, mate.
Thank you. There is Ray Hickson from Racing New South Wales with his three for the big day, Hunter Day at Newcastle. So race two, number two, toes on the nose, tabby time, 9-11, and much, much better for Sarah Ryan. Race 10, number one, of course, Sarah basically trains for Domeland and some really good horses uh, since she's taken out a trainer's licence. She works alongside Tracy Bartley and the team at the track there. And uh, Marchalate, or Macalate was one horse that was uh, unfortunately had a few setbacks along the way, but uh, looked very promising, Macalate. Look, uh, Ben Scadden is joining us. How are you, Ben? Yes, yeah, Steve, very well, thank you. I'm going to chat to Lawrence Diakovich in the morning just to talk about her work uh, that oh, Shane yeah. was telling us about with Shripper that runs as one of the faves at Caulfield. Yeah, he's fine, that horse as well. And, yeah, it's great that um, you know, people obviously remember Lauren well from her Miracles of Life days. And, um, yeah, she's um, you know, not riding anymore but still helping out um, with Shane. And, yeah, she, she rides Ripper in, in all his work from what I understand. And, yeah, it'd be great to see him run a big race tomorrow. I think he can. Yeah. Great that she's not lost uh, in the racing industry. That's Lawrence Diakovich. Um, Morfordville, where do we start with your specials? Starting off early, so uh, for me, I've got a first two races we're focusing on. So it's either going to be uh, home for for um, toast or or going out going out somewhere nice for lunch. So uh, yeah, the first one is in race one, number three, on Francais. Um, look, this mare was well below her best when she went to Moody Valley last time. I she ran last, and um, Jake Stevens said after the race she just didn't handle the trip at all well. Um, yeah, she just. Um, yeah, was was way, way below her best, but I'm certainly going to give her another chance. She was super in the Murray Bridge Cup behind Jack the Lad. That was a very strong Murray Bridge Cup as well, and she ran a really good race. Um, 1,600 metres on the outer track at Moorville is spot on for her. She loves it. Um, if you look back here, last time over that trip, she was beaten ahead by Bill Toro in the CS Hayes and Adelaide Cup Day. That was back in March. Um, look, I'm making her Mooney Valley runner complete forget. If you look at everything else she's done, she's going to be super competitive in this race. Small field, certainly won't hurt her either. Lachlan Nindorf, Jake Stevens, 1-3 on Francais. Yep. Uh, then the next one, Poison Chalice. I reckon everybody in the world will be on this horse. Paul Prushka trained. Um, Callum Murray on board from Barrier 2. Um, whatever price he is now, I'd take it because I reckon he'll be, uh, he'll be odds on come... Come tomorrow. He uh, he's got a very solid record. He's only had the seven starts, won three of them. His fifth only beaten a length last time in that um that country final at Flemington on Oaks Day, uh, five hundred thousand dollar race. He drew wide, got a long way back, made very very good ground. Like I said, only beaten a length behind Picaroon. Before that, he won at Matoa. Um, he's only had the seven starts, three wins. He's a, he's a good quality horse, this bloke, and this looks like a like a really really good option for him dropping back from that um that half million dollar race he was in at Moody Valley um, at Flemington just over a week ago. And the third one? Yeah, going for, for a really informed uh, run of this one, Tosin Water uh, for Gary and Nicole Searle, Searle and Brianna Callan, trained out of Gawler, just been in, been in super form this preparation. She's only had the seven starts, won three of them. Really good winner on her home track. Um, came here to Morfordville over the 1200 ran a, a Big race again when second-hand Japen. Then she beat Master at, Master at Arms last time around. Uh, Master at Arms has gone on and kind of franked that form with a good win last week. Really good sectionals that day as well. Go home in 33.97. Drawn beautifully in barrier four. Jacob Offerman stays on board, claims the one and a half kilos. just think she's racing in absolutely peak form. Um, she's a good mare. And I think uh, she can she can repeat the dose and make it out. Three wins from, from um, her past four. 
Just repeat those. We're about to get into our early form guide changes right on the back of this as well. So just be aware of that, folks. We'll do the early form guide changes before Chris Bars. Big all three specials there for Moffatville. Uh, race one, number three, on Francais. Race two, number four, Poison Chalice. And race eight, number five, Toast and Water. Thanks, Ben. Good on you, Steve. I'll talk to Ben next uh, Friday, of course, on Get Set. So just going through that information, we started with David Gately for this uh, Group 1 program at Caulfield. So as I can find the sheet, I'll repeat all that information for you. So at Caulfield, he liked race four, number two, Saltair, David Gately. And his value selection was in race seven, the 1,000 guineas number seven, wasn't it? So 4-2 and race seven, number seven, from David Gately. Now, Michael Maxworthy at Sunshine Coast, he had three selections he gave us. Race 6, number 1, R&T at value, 7, 8, Cotty, and, of course, race 10, number 6, Tiger Shark. Ray Hickson there at Newcastle. Race 2, two toes on the nose. He talked about race 9, number 11, Tavi Time, and race 10, number 1, much, much better. And we just heard about Ben's three specials there at Morfittville. Race 1, 3 on Francais. Of course, that's the relation to Alco Pop, as we touched on yesterday. And we're chatting with Lincoln Moore. Toast and Water, race 8, number 5. And that other one there, of course, uh, which I missed briefly, Poison Chalice. He thinks the world will be on this. Race 2, number 4. So that's Ben Scadley.